can't just you can't just say Babe Ruth murdered his wife and, 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 and set his house on fire to murder his wife. All right, moving on. So let's talk fantasy I'm, football. I'm like loving, I'm not gonna. I'm, really, I'm not gonna look that up. Welcome to the People's Sports Podcast. I'm Charlotte Wilder. He's Mark Titus. I made it through the whole intro. Very proud of myself today. Mark, we have some amazing emails. I'm excited, Charlotte. First of all, how are you feeling? You know... Um, You can take that however you want. Um, In general, you know, I've I've been dealing with some health stuff, and I just want to say shout out to Pete. I've been lucky enough to not have to deal with that for most of my life, and... It is, I have a huge amount of respect for people who um, mm-hmm. go, you know, it's not life-threatening or anything, but, um, you know, it ju- it sort of zaps you. So I look forward to doing these because, you know, for an hour, I really have to forget and it's it's nice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you're, you're, you're uh, you know, figuring that out. I actually was just asking how you were feeling about Bill and Melinda splitting. <laughs> that was really what I meant. Wait, what? <laughs> who, Bill and Melinda? Yeah, you really you didn't see that. What? Oh. Who is that? Wait, what's Bill happening? And, Bill and Melinda Gates. <laughs> oh, what? Bill and Melinda Gates are getting divorced. Yeah, yeah. Oh no way! I mean, I'm not shocked. No, the reason that <laughs> the reason that I answer it candidly is because I think that it's something no, I, like having yeah. health stuff is something that people don't ever talk about because it's like for some reason you're not supposed to. So if anyone else out there is dealing with stuff, there be, is a you sweet know. spot of how much people want to hear you talking about. Like they, people want to hear just enough to know that like you're not perfect and like you have some problems too. Yeah, exactly. It's, not, it's comforting to know that. But then also if like we started every single show with you're like, all right, so today at the doctor, they'd be like, yeah, oh no, my no, God. no, the, <laughs> you know? that's we're not we're not doing that, and I'm not getting into any details. But I do want people to know that even glamorous podcasters like us you know we're people Mm -hmm. too stars like us Mm -hmm. um but you know how else i am mark is that i opened up the google doc to put these emails together today and first of all i've i've had two realizations one i think there's something going on with my short-term memory loss when it comes to the patriots because i wrote down what even happened at the draft and then i wrote down (laughs) oh justin fields and then i wrote down dot 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 and Mac Jones. And Mac Jones, yeah. So I think, and then the other thing I realized is that my personal style, you know, we talk about your man bun and like your crew necks uh-huh. and what you're doing. I've become, like my goal is just to dress like a chic bowl of oatmeal at all times. Like <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be, I want it to be warm. I want it to be somewhere in the beige color family, maybe, you know, a little pink or a little honey color. And I want it to be soft. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and that's where so that's that's where we're at right every now every morning i wake up and i look in the mirror and i say to myself how can i look like a bowl of oatmeal yeah and, and then, then i then put I'm... on a sweater like this <laughs> and i am ready to rock <laughs> oh my god yeah oh my god yeah well uh congratulations on uh on, on reaching a, an age where that is set in and it's it's freeing isn't it it's, oh god it's nice. i feel i feel like i, I feel have alive. wings I feel yeah. like I'm grown wing. Uh, how, how are you handling Mac Jones being drafted by the Patriots? Your I, franchise quarterback is now a man who uh, the, the most famous picture of him is he looks like a, a right guard. <laughs> yeah, or like off, smoking a cigar or like me after senior year of college, you know, where you're just like, oh, it's a little flabby. Um, I honestly, Mark, I I think what's most concerning to me is that I don't really feel anything. <laughs> like I talked <laughs> myself into it. I wrote an article about it because, you know, my job is to write stuff. So during the draft, I was texting with our editor in chief, Kevin, and with our editor, Amy. And, you know, when the Pats take Mac Jones, both of them were like, well, there's your column. And I sat there and I was like, huh. And I just Googled Mac Jones. And I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, and then I just wrote basically what I found and tried yeah. to convince myself that this could work. And I think I might have gotten there, but I don't know, Mark. This is going to be a let's see how it goes situation. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, uh, I I thought it was brilliant that Kyle Shanahan let everyone believe that he there was any chance in, in, in any world whatsoever he was going to take Mac Jones I know. at number I know. three. And uh, 
I, uh, yeah. And and then he doesn't. Obviously, Trey Lance goes number three. And then Cal Shannon's asked about it. And he's like, <laughs> no. Uh, well, they no, also never. Didn't... Right. <laughs> which, which probably wouldn't make me feel great if I was a Patriots <laughs> fan where the guy's like basically laughing off. They're just like, oh, are you serious? I drafted like, wait, a guy. You almost hired Charlotte Wilder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, it, Cal Shannon's like, I drafted a guy that took 18 snaps at quarterback in his entire life, and all of them were run plays. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, that and and the idea of and drafting I still a guy feel who, better yeah, about and it. Guy, and I still feel better than drafting the guy that won the, that that threw seventy seven percent completion rate and won a national championship because that guy sucks. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to cling to those stats. I'm going to cling. I'm going to get a tattoo that says seventy seven percent completion mm-hmm. rate. Um, um, and people will yeah. be like, "What is that for?" And I'll be like, "Mac Jones." Mac Jones at college. <laughs> uh, duh, with the greatest receiving core maybe of all time um yeah which he, he will definitely have in new england no questions asked and <laughs> mark how do, well your boy justin fields we got a little justice for justin i don't know how do you I feel about excited. him going to the yeah. bears well what's interesting charlotte is that uh justin fields fell to 11 which like i guess if you're following mock drafts and and the lead up to the draft he didn't really fall at all because a lot of people were expecting him to not go right um, very high. I was delusional and thinking there was still like a puncher's chance that the Jets would pull their head out of their thought, ass uh, and take well. the second best quarterback in this draft, or the 49ers would uh, not take a a man that's played like 19 games at the FCS I, level. I truly um, don't get it. I don't understand. I don't Is there something we're missing, or are they just not? What about like, Justin Fields? Yeah, like it, uh, is it one of those things where it's no, like like I, like I said on the show last time, like I under, like he's not perfect. Obviously, he he had a bad game against Indiana. He threw three interceptions. He's, he had a, he had a uh, he didn't play great against Northwestern. He holds on the ball slightly too long, um, but it, it does feel like a lot of the the uh, well, the reason it's interesting. And I, I brought it up with Justin Fields and Mac mm-hmm. Jones is that. I've been getting, as an Ohio State guy that loves Justin Fields, I've been getting a lot of people telling me that he's going to be Dwayne Haskins, who, as we know, was a bust. Like, that was the last first-round quarterback that came out of Ohio State. Ohio State has never really produced a great NFL quarterback. I don't know if you're aware of this. This is something that Ohio State fans have to deal with um, all the time. People throw it in our face like we have anything to do with it. you do. Yeah, so, you didn't. You didn't home grow one for them. Yeah. Yes. So you should have uh, had a kid when you were sixteen, Mark, <laughs> and we might be on the way. <laughs> and then those same people get super fired up when you respond, "What about Joe Burrow? Does he not count?" And then they're like, "No, no, he doesn't count." Or you can't. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't. It's a great troll. Um, but what's interesting to me, Charlotte, is that uh, uh, people that don't pay any attention believe that Justin Fields is going to be the next Dwayne Haskins. When really, if you like, look at the way they play, look at the way. Uh, the, the stat, just just the approach to the game, everything about it. Mac Jones is the comparison to, to Dwayne Haskins. I know. Mac, Mac Jones is like the beefy guy that has a cannon arm that drops back is, can, in college is throwing darts because like his receivers are 10 times better than the defenders, and that's why he's getting open. And now I have questions about whether he can do it at the pro level, whether he can, quote, unquote, throw guys open. We don't know. Uh, Justin Fields going to the Bears, though. I'm excited. Uh, it makes – Justin Fields is from Georgia, but mm-hmm. for some reason, I, I it, th- there was like a Midwestern connection in my brain of like him going to Chicago makes so much sense for an Ohio State guy to right. go to Chicago, even though he's like a Georgia kid. He probably got drafted by Chicago and was like, damn it, I want out of the cold. That's what <laughs> I wonder. I, you know, I feel like I would be such a diva about it. You know, yeah. I, like I get drafted 11th. I'm going to make millions. And I'd be like, oh, Chicago. <laughs> and it's, Chicago's a great city, but I'd be like, oh, I don't It's a great city there. if they have an indoor stadium. Yeah. Like if I was I a quarterback, I'd be like, uh, like Minnesota, I'd be like, yeah, cool. Whatever. I will practice inside. We'll play inside. That's I'll fine live in me. the Mall of America and everything will be great. Green well, Bay, no. Chicago, no. Well, speaking Couldn't of Green it, Bay. But- Or not speaking of Green mm, Bay, uh, Aaron Rodgers mm, threw a real wrench into the whole draft day mm -hmm. machinery when he was like, I don't want to go back to Green Bay anymore. Mm -hmm. And all I could think of was how obsessed I am with Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley. And then a few days Mm -hmm. later, they went to the Kentucky Derby together Mm -hmm. and she... And he are wearing hats and just, I mean, anytime, I think, I don't think anyone looks more stupid than when they dress up for the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be I honest. That's, that's how it works. I think, I think that's the point, but yeah, yeah but like, they it's do look very, still so like, it's yeah. so dumb anyway. So we could not talk about that. Um, yeah, we could, or we, we got could an email about, about it. it. 
Oh, we did? So read the email, and then well, that the way email, we can talk about it. We don't have to feel guilty for us talking about it. We'll just, uh, yeah. The subject line is what not to talk about from Kyle Seifert. <laughs> um, and he says something about the way I pronounce parentheses, but I'm going to skip over that because it's not, I don't really understand. But okay. More importantly. Wait, wait, the way you say the word parentheses? Well, he just said, I basically, I typically uh, use parentheses <laughs> to go on a tangent and or change the perceived oh, vocal oh, okay. inflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, Kyle, right. I appreciate it. And I read okay. it and I, I vibed with it. But for the sake of our listeners, I'm going to skip to this graph. More importantly, I know you never talk about Aaron Rodgers and Shailene mm-hmm. Woodley, but I would appreciate it if you like really don't talk about it. I was okay. already super conflicted since I am both a Packers fan and have a crush on Shailene. I know you probably have to talk about it now that Rodgers is threatening to leave Green Bay, but if you have it in your heart to refrain, this confused and scared Packers fan would appreciate it. Mm. I also understand that I'm spoiled as a Packers fan, but one of you is a Patriots fan and another is an Ohio State fan. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm spoiled, but you can't be the ones to tell me because you are too. If there are any Lions fans who want to tell me I'm spoiled, then go ahead. Ever hopeful? Kyle from Milwaukee. <laughs> it's a really good email. I like uh, that he's preempting like any argument. He just had an argument with us in his head, and we're both yeah. sitting here. We're like, you're right, man. Yeah, we, we didn't say a word, and he was like getting worked up. And yeah, and yeah like he was like, I, I felt like I was listening to uh, Stan, the Eminem song, where he's writing letters to Eminem, and Eminem's <laughs> not writing back. And he's just like getting more and more upset. And, and that's then a Eminem weird reference re- to pull out. <laughs> like, what? I mean, I'm here for it. That's why I love doing the show with you. But like, I didn't have someone, Stan on my Monday bingo board. <laughs> someone out there is listening and knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. Well, doesn't Stan, as he's writing the letters, like get more and more upset? And yeah, like, doesn't he go end up like stalking him or something? Yeah, or, and, like, and, and in, Eminem didn't prison? do anything. Eminem didn't do anything. He was like, I didn't. I was just like e- eating a burrito, dude. Yeah, that's true. And then you're losing your mind on. Anyway, uh, apologies to who was it? Kyle wrote in. Yeah, was this thank Kyle? you, Kyle. I Kyle, I don't mean to say that you're Stan. I was just trying to make a little. You you work yourself up, Kyle, and we appreciate uh, that because we work ourselves up. So uh, you are the Shailene Whisperer. Um, yeah. You you have had your finger on the pulse of this relationship in ways that I I, f- I feel like very few have. That's um, the nicest thing how... you've ever said to me. <laughs> now I I don't want to sick the dogs on Shailene here because this is a uh, uh, you know this is. It, it's 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 unfair, I guess, to, to call her the Yoko Ono in this situation. To mm-hmm. to say, hey, all you men on the internet, now go attack Shailene Woodley for ruining the Green Bay Packers Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers relationship. At the same time, Charlotte, mm-hmm. a lot of data points are pointing. Shailene Woodley, an LA girl. She we're just talking about cold weather right mm-hmm. there. She's mm-hmm. she's she's a California girl. She falls in love with a California boy. She finally is like, what do you do for a living again? And he's like, I play outdoor football <laughs> in one of the coldest places in the world or in America. Outdoor, I play outdoor, outdoor football. Outdoor football. <laughs> oh, my God. And, in a so tiny-ass town in Wisconsin. Uh, I'm a legend there. Like, people love me, but it is cold as hell. And it and I, for half the year, I have to live in this tiny-ass town in Wisconsin and play football. Your thoughts, Shailene? And she was like, babe, babe. <laughs> I babe. love you. They do call each other babe I, a lot. Yeah. We saw it from the Disney movie. Um. So, do, do you think? Do you? How much? How much? Uh. You know. How much of the blame is Shailene getting for this? Do you suppose? Okay. So I actually think that this is reverse psychology. I think it's all Aaron Rodgers because I think if you're Shailene Woodley and they both have more money than God and like they could easily now fly. hang on a second. Do they have more money than God? Shailene Woodley net worth. Go ahead. Continue. Celebritynetworth.com. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. So my feeling is that she, I don't think she's the instigator because I think she knew what she was getting into, but I think he was probably like, I'm sick of not winning championships. I'm really good. Mm -hmm. People are screwing me over. It's cold here. I kind of hate it. I'd rather host Jeopardy. And she's like, okay, babe, then like do what you want. Like, what do you want? And he's like, I don't want to play Green Bay. And she's like, okay, then don't play Green Bay. Because as someone who's not in the stupid sports mentality, she can be like, okay. And and everyone else would be like, oh my God, how dare he leave? And she's not in that world enough to be like, and this is all speculation. Who knows? Maybe she was like, I don't care. Honestly, like, I don't care what you do. Do whatever you're going to do. You know, he's not going to play football forever. They're not going to live in Green Bay forever, ostensibly. So, <laughs> but 
But I she, do think it's, I mean, I, I tweeted just her name when the news broke because <laughs> not think like not thinking anything of just like I hear it's like a Pavlovian response. Like I hear Aaron Rodgers and I tweet Shailene Woodley and, um, <laughs> and then I was called a misogynist. So, um, oh, interesting. And I was like, well, I was actually trying to do, first of all, I didn't know what I was doing. I just got excited because I love this yeah. relationship. Second of all, I was trying to do, if anything, like a send up of the media who was going to be like Shailene Woodley, but it didn't land, I guess. So I uh, deleted that tweet. But I want everyone to know how much, how into this I am, how I don't think it's her fault and how I think that there are adults and he's probably wanted to do this for a while. And she's like, okay. I love, I love that uh, in your mind, she just doesn't care. Like, he's coming home and he's like, he's, he's stressed. And she's like, what's going on? And he's like, well, I don't know. I've been with the Packers for 16 years. I'm the franchise quarterback. Some people think I'm the greatest quarterback of all time, even though I've only won one Super Bowl, which just speaks to how talented I am, that uh, I can win one Super Bowl and be thrown in the GOAT conversation. Uh, and, but I just don't know if I want to. And she's just like, oh, this again? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yeah, actually, that is my ver- my vision like, of their relationship. Can, like- can, can we please just watch Netflix and not talk about work? <laughs> she's like, you will not believe what Reese and Nicole said today on set. And he's like, you will not believe how many times they've kicked field goals. And they're both like, well, should we just, you know. In my head, it like probably became one of those things where he's bitched about it for long enough that she's like, do, think, it, do what you want. Like, I think do Right. I think I don't think she's the uh, she should get the blame. I don't think she uh, the the scenario the hypothetical that I threw out there initially that uh, you know she gets into his life and then is like I'm not living in Wisconsin. We got to figure this out. I don't think that happened. I think Aaron Rodgers has been disgruntled for uh, a while. Um, we know as much. He said as much. Uh, the Packers draft a quarterback without telling him last year, <laughs> Jordan Love, um, which you in know, the first round. In the first round, yes. Uh, when when he wanted more weapons, he wanted you know like he's it, whatever. So I I think I think your read on this is correct that, that Aaron Rodgers was upset, um, but he's also just like a man who's single presumably, and he just like these thoughts are stewing in his brain, and right. he's 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 got no one to bounce him off of, and maybe he's talking to other men in his life, and the men yes. are like, dude, you're the quarterback of the Packers, sack up. <laughs> What, what would Vince Lombardi say? And he's like, that's a good point. Good point, Saka. You know, and like, that's the, that's the energy he's getting. And then finally someone in his life pops in and is like, who cares? Do what makes you happy. And he's like, what? I legitimately She's think, like, just, do, just yes. do whatever makes you happy. Like, if you want to quit and just go host Jeopardy. Like, she just looked at Aaron in the eye and he, she's like, babe, we can move to California and you could just like run a surf shop on the on the beach if you want. He's like, what? And like his mind's just getting blown of like, I could just not do this? <laughs> I could just I could just play somewhere. She's like, you hold a lot of the leverage in this situation. And he's like, yeah. whoa. And like, it does, I often think that, I think a lot of times it takes women to actually get shit done. Where it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. men can think about something or worry about something and a woman comes in and it's like, okay, then what are we going to do about it? Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like either that happened or people forget that she's an actress. So she's probably people, on set. People very much do they forget really that she's do. <laughs> they really do. No, they do. In, the, in this situation, they're like, well, she is Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend. It's like, she's probably going to be on location for most of the fall. She probably doesn't yeah. actually give a shit where he lives because, like, yeah, they'll have to figure out true. how to visit each true. other anyway. What's, so she, I don't what's think... her show? What's what's she do? What 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 is she? Oh, what God. is she actively? Big Little Lies. I don't know if they're doing oh, Big that Little again. Lies. I've heard of that one. Um, yeah, we we talked about this before. I just like it goes in one ear and out the other. When, yeah, when she when was she was in a bunch of stuff that I haven't uh, seen to be honest. So where's Big Little Lies film? Isn't that California? Monterey. Isn't that, said Monterey. Well, there you go. He's gonna. Do I know where Monterey is in California? Not exactly, but I think it might be near San Francisco. It's uh, it's 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 by uh, um, it is by San Francisco. It's by uh, like uh, Pebble Beach. It's that joint, like up by Carmel. Pebble by Beach sea. is by San Francisco. Well, ish. It's like up northern. It's like like definitely the bay. thought Pebble Beach was near LA. I'm gonna be honest. No, like the Bay. Uh, I'm screwed. Like people are losing their mind. Listen, <laughs> that are like from NorCal, which is what they call <laughs> it. I believe. <laughs> The bay as is soon not... as you said it, you knew you'd said it. But is that what they call it, NorCal? SoCal rolls off the tongue. I would say SoCal, yeah, NorCal. but like NorCal is that what? I don't know. I'm a SoCal guy, Charlotte. All right, so the bay is like inland a little bit. So mm-hmm. like San Francisco, like Oakland, and the 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 actual San Francisco Bay is not on the ocean per se. San Francisco is, but then you know you have to go south and more towards the coast to get to Monterey. 
Okay. And and if that makes any sense. It's yeah, like, there are a bunch of bridges. You know, like Palo Alto is south of San Francisco and you mm-hmm. go like down around the bay. So you go basically down to the bottom of the bay, I believe, and then you go to the coast. That's the direction. <laughs> okay. I'll look this up. No. By the way, Shailene Woodley, net worth $12 million. She does not have more money than God. Oh, she's got to have more than that. I That is not that's true. What, are, so you, le- are you saying celebrity net worth is wrong? <laughs> no, I'm not because I know that's like your Bible, but you know what? Okay, we're going to move <laughs> on to another my, email, but basically that's that's my take uh, on the Shailene Woodley situation. My, my take is also don't... Um, you know, you are spoiled as a Packers fan. They're going to figure it out. You know, they're going to figure it out. They're, they're, yeah. That's one thing you learn watching football is like there are franchises that it doesn't matter who's calling the shots. It doesn't matter. Uh, it, it's just like there are franchises that, that are better than others. And the Packers are one of them. And it's very frustrating because uh, the pack. It, this happened already. Brett Favre and, and Aaron Rodgers. This is the exact same thing over again. That Aaron Rodgers was drafted when Brett Favre, they already had Brett Favre. They sat in him. Brett Favre has a messy divorce with Green Bay, leaves. Oh, I thought Aaron you were going to say a woman, in. and I was like, tell me everything. Uh, he had a messy something with a woman. I know that. <laughs> anyway, so Green <laughs> Bay steps story. in. Let's not, we don't have to go there. Uh, hold on. <laughs> what are you Googling, NorCal? Monterey. I'm finding. Yes, it is right by Carmel. They, they wow. call it Carmel. That's how pretentious they are over there. Like, I'm from Indiana, and like the cool suburb up north on the north side of Indianapolis is Car- Carmel. We just call it Carmel. Well, it's like tournament it and tournament. Yeah, it's Carmel. Carmel. That's where Monterey is. Carmel? So they shoot that. They shoot that up in Monterey. Yeah. Uh, wow. All right. Yeah. Anyway, where, what were we talking about? Oh, that's where I they shoot no big idea. little lies. All right. Moving on. Sorry. Hey guys, we appreciate you listening to the show. But are you aware, Charlotte? Do you think that people know this that they can watch us on YouTube? I'm not sure that people know, but the people can watch full episodes. The people can watch compilations of me being an idiot. They can watch compilations of you being an idiot. They can watch all of our bad takes about hockey. I mean, it's all here. So please, please go watch us on YouTube because the only thing funnier than hearing us in your headphones is seeing me turn bright red when I get something wrong. Here's my promise to the people. At some point, I'm going to wear my hair in a man bun before I get it cut. So uh, there you go. Watch on on YouTube for that. What day will I show up to the show with a man bun? Uh, I don't know. We'll find Keep out together. Keep them on their toes, and you'll only find out if you watch it on the internet. Uh, reflex test from Ian Kowalski. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> to Mark the Shark and Aunt Char. Also, I just want to tell you, Mark, In well, I'll read this email, and then I'll tell you. In my previous email on the subject of ergotamine poisoning a few months ago oh i forget oh, yeah. what that is what i remember was that? that was uh we were talking Mushrooms? about uh no it was bark? like the tree uh, bark because someone got someone got poisoned and then started dancing remember like people were like dancing because yes. they were <laughs> they danced to themselves to death God, yes. we gotta go back and revisit that show we, what was that i don't remember how did we get there the i remember researching plague. poisons and then yeah me too but i don't Oh, weird. I don't remember how we got there. Well, (laughs) anyway, um, thank you, Ian, for writing in again. This is our pal. I like how we have repeat um, emailers now. It's like just chatting with our friends. Um, He said, I called Mark a legend of OSU, and I stand by that statement. That being said, having worked as a doctor doctor of musculoskeletal medicine for a couple years now, I've had precisely zero patients interpret the hammer (laughs) reflex test as the time to be. Not unlike an NFL combine drill slash some sort of athletic challenge, LOL. The mental image of Mark trying to win the reflex test is great and made me crack up while headed to work. Instead of a sign of ignorance, though, I choose to see it as a sign of Callie Mark's will to win. Either way, uh, keep putting out the good stuff, guys. Ever hopeful, Ian K. Oh, he says, P.S., this is a nice thing. I'm just going to read it in case our bosses are listening. Uh, P.S., the recent draft podcast was one of my favorites. Can't agree more with Charlotte's Nitro Cold Brew pick and even more so her her use of the term botical. (laughs) Botical. Did you say botical? I did. I, was that yeah. something you slipped past? That was me? an adjective. No, you laughed. I did. <laughs> botical. What? I, what's the context? In terms of drafting off of somebody, I was like, you know, in like a boat, a botical situation. I think I said. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's right. You know, nautical. Like I yeah. was, I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember yeah. now. Yeah. I remember this now. Yeah. All right. Where do we start with this one? Um, Just the reflex the, test. The reflex test. Uh, yeah. I, I. It was a will to win. I was raised in a competitive household. I had an older brother that I tried to beat at everything. So that was just my mindset. It was like, I want to win everything, including a reflex test. That, that's not actually how it worked. <laughs> I mean, 
That to this day is one of the most incredible the things. Funniest, I've the funniest ever part heard. is like I didn't learn the lesson until I was like twenty eight. You know, you, you know it wasn't what? like I was like twelve and I was like, Oh, I'm doing this wrong. No, but I love how there are those things in your life. Like everybody has those things that you go through the yeah. world thinking like this is how it is, and it seems so obvious to you that you don't think to ask. And then someone's well, like, mm, super not the way it is. Yeah. And you're but, like, but this it speaks to what's like really dangerous isn't not knowing something, it's thinking you know something but actually being wrong like that's the most dangerous thing because if you don't know something you'll be willing to uh you know if i don't know how to sail a boat and i jump in a boat with someone else i'm just going to kind of watch them be like uh yeah yeah but if i'm a guy that doesn't know how to sail a boat and i jump in or i think i know and i know wrong and i'm like no no, no sit over there i'll do it <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. that's the most dangerous thing that you can and that's that's what happened here is like oh i know if you would have told me yeah. Do you want to know what my, my dad has a has a system for this? So at first in your life you have um you have conscious unconscious un wait. Unconscious <laughs> incompetence. So mm, you don't mm-hmm. know that you don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Then eventually you get to conscious incompetence so you know that you don't know things you're you're aware you really you realize like oh my god i know nothing yes exactly and then eventually you get to conscious competence where you're like i'm starting to know some things (laughs) when does that kick in are you like 40 50 yeah you're on your deathbed and you're like i know i'm gonna die i get it (laughs) (laughs) i figured it out um i anyway i always thought that was a fun little thing to try to remember every time i tell somebody about it yeah yeah uh i i'm not i'm not that embarrassed about the reflex thing because it's it's fun and it's and, hilarious um the next know, time we're together we should film the reflex test and see who can do it faster see how it's gonna stop so you can kick their leg the fast yeah. <laughs> i guarantee i'll beat you my reflexes are I incredible know. i got years of practice charlotte this was my <laughs> yeah but i'm coming in i'm coming in fresh so imagine, imagine they do add that to the NFL combine. <laughs> you got the forty yard times and the press. Speaking and of line these guys up on tables and you're hitting their knees, <laughs> and just kicking. And they're and you like put water balloons out and they have needles on their <laughs> shoes so they have to like kick up and poke the water balloon whoever pokes it first. I don't know how <laughs> that just came into my head. Um, also, speaking of the NFL combine, I think there are a bunch of little kids who just got home from school who are doing an NFL combine outside my window. So oh, really? If anyone can hear that, if you can't, it means I have an amazing microphone. But if you can, it's where are just you? Are ambience. you in New York right now? Yeah. They're, they're just like in the streets, just like. Yeah. Does, does, does stickball still go on in New York? Because like oh, yeah. when I picture kids playing around, that's in probably New York, what they're doing right now. That's still they a play thing? baseball on the street every night, every evening. Yes, I love it's that. Pretty cool. that. That makes me feel. Uh, I, I don't hate New York as much as I thought then. Because you what I would, just, you would like Brooklyn and be embarrassed about how much you like Brooklyn. Is what well, would happen. Don't do this to me. I'm just telling you the truth. All right, next email. On a podcast that I said NorCal. <laughs> talk to me how much I would love Brooklyn. Please. You would. Oh my god, you would. <laughs> I still haven't gotten up the nerve to ask if I can play with them though. <laughs> I've thought about it a few times, and then I'm like, "That's how you get on." What, one of what those would be your end <laughs> if you're trying to play with them? Like, what is the approach? Do you just like walk down? Or are you like timid and you're like, "Hey guys, uh, can I play?" No. Or are you like, "All right, all right, enough's enough. Here we go. Let's go. Give me the ball." Are you, are I would you very? Be like, Do you guys watch football? And they'd be like, "Yeah," and I'd be like, "You know, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck." And they'd be like, "Yeah," and I'd be like. They know I exist. Can I play baseball with you? <laughs> yeah, Joe Buck one time emailed us back and said, I would love to come on the podcast, but, and then exactly. gave us a reason why he's definitely never coming on. So uh, I kind of know him. I once met Joe nice. Buck, and the only thing I told him was that I had met Paul Rudd because apparently they're best friends. So I'm still waiting for the day I can sort of yeah, amend that first impression. Now I just got an idea. Is you uh, you remember the the project where the guy traded a paperclip up until he bought a house? Yeah. Do you remember hearing about this where he yeah. traded a paperclip for something else and then he kept going? Yeah. And then eventually he bought a house and that was his big project. That's you with clout. Is like you've met you've met Joe Buck. You, you met Paul Rudd. You parlayed that into meeting Joe Buck. Now you like tell people I've met Joe. Who's the most famous person you can that like, I could parlay you know, that into? I mean, I meet. did it with The Rock once. Well, there you go. So, so you, you can know. tell people I've met The Rock. Yeah, to just keep going and going. The Rock once you- tweeted at me, which is these days might as well be you know a first date. So uh, <laughs> and then okay. We, and then we look. And then we look up one day and you're drinking tea with the Queen, and we're like, how did that happen? And it's like, it all started when she met Paul Rudd. <laughs> I like this. I'll keep that going. I'll try to think about ways I can. Uh, 
Hey, Joe Buck, come on the podcast. Okay. There you uh, go. NFTs, easy. Sam Gillies or Giles. Howdy. Love the pod and the toaster. An NFT marketplace is very easy to set up on OpenSea. It forces you to take payments in Ethereum that you'll have to decide to hold and set up a wallet or cash, but that's tomorrow's problem. Gotta strike hmm. while the NFT market is hot. Also, would love a horse racing episode with the Triple Crown coming. Ever hopeful, Sam. Oh, that would be a good one. So, we could do horse, horse names? racing. Horse names. Yeah. Just. If you could name a horse, did you? I. Can I brag for a second? <laughs> I had such a good idea for a name for a horse. Oh, no. No, like oh. so good. And I tweeted this and it didn't. I really wanted it to just go, you know, balls to the wall viral. But it. I want to name not, a horse. Hmm. I want to name a horse Sister Christian. And people will be like, but aren't you Jewish? And I'll be like, yeah, but that thing is motoring. <laughs> Sister Christian is a killer name for a horse. Come on. Charlotte. Are you Charlotte. kidding me? Isn't that a good name for a horse? It's a good name for a horse. Yeah, it's a good name. It was more your delivery. Where I, you didn't sell the motor in part. You like bailed out. You should have just like gone in. I can't sing it. very well. The, the delivery <laughs> the delivery was lacking on that one. <laughs> like as you, were, as you were telling the joke, you could your, your tone of voice said, I don't believe in this joke at all. <laughs> Well, I needed to, you know what I needed to do is just play the clip from uh, from uh, what movie Boogie Nights where Alfred Molina is doing he's like lip syncing to it. I just needed oh, to be like yeah, yeah. that would have sold it, but this is a podcast. That's the. the <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sister Christian would be a good name for a horse. Thank That'd be. You. But we, let's we save do a horse this for the yeah for the horse. Race save it for the for the horse racing show. Yeah. Um, here's another one I want to get to. It's called Babe Ruth's Secret from Jason Cohen. Mm-hmm. Hi, Charlotte. All the talk about Babe Ruth on the pod this week made me think of the massive secret he kept, allegedly. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Did you know that Babe Ruth allegedly murdered someone? what What? here's how the story goes and yes this is true which we'll get into in a moment because i did some research of my own after this he got married in 1914 at 19 years old to a 16 year old named helen helen moved to new york with babe when he was traded but then in 1925 she moved back to massachusetts after babe became a quote frequent visitor of claire hodgson who was a model in nyc Babe then some of the, had the best years of his career in 1927 and 1928. Then in January of 1929, Helen tragically died in a fire while sleeping in her Watertown Mass house. Babe said afterward that he was shocked and hadn't seen her in a long time, but that wasn't exactly true. Helen's sister, Norma, said that she and Helen both met with Babe the month before. Babe wanted to meet to ask for a divorce so he could marry Claire, but things didn't go well at the meeting. Helen wanted a hundred grand from Babe in exchange for the divorce, and Babe got angry and left. A hundred grand at that time is about one point five million today. Then Helen is dead a month later, and Babe gets his wish and marries Claire three months after that. I'll let the people come to their own conclusions, but let's just say this all sounds pretty shady to me. If you want a good Whoa. rabbit hole, here's the full story. So I clicked the Whoa. full story. It's a link in sort of weird font from 2019 with a bunch of allegedly's. And then I tried to look up Helen Ruth, but there's really not much on her at all. And yeah, because so, he erased it all. Yeah. I don't this know. Is, but it might be my is, new favorite conspiracy theory. This is unbelievable. I I knew you'd love it. Oh, my God. This is so good. By the way, one of my buddies listened to the show too, because uh, I I had mentioned that uh, there's a conspiracy that Babe Ruth is at least partially black, yeah. and I was enamored with that and reading everything I could on that. Um, one of my buddies said he was listening to the show. Also, first of all, thank you to your friends for listening. That is so nice. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Hi guys. And uh, there are uh, we're not going to name names, but but there are active according to my sources, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. There are active Major League Baseball players whose names you would know who truly in their heart of hearts believe that Babe Ruth was not good at baseball. And in fact, the Babe Ruth uh, saga, the story of Babe Ruth is such that Babe Ruth was basically like the Harlem Globetrotters of the time. Stop that he it. was like a traveling act. That like, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? That like the other teams would just throw him meatballs and let him smash it out of the park. And like he was, he was just like a traveling circus act of of baseball greatness. And there there are real life major league baseball players today playing to playing in games right now. They're probably on the field right now. If you turn on your television, there are people that believe Babe Ruth. 
There's like I, a myth. There's like a myth is, of Babe Ruth. <laughs> that is the greatest thing. You couldn't have told me anything better than that. That they think that the whole league was in on it and was like, yeah. you know what? But but why would? Okay, I'm not even. <laughs> I didn't say I believed it. I don't know. I, I just like, he told me that. And then he was like, yeah, there are real, there are major league baseball players that believe that, that uh, we, we know through various channels and I, I'm not going to get into that's it. That's the greatest. Uh, that is the greatest thing I've. That, that That's something that like guys talk about apparently in the majors is like the guys get together and they, they find common ground. And one of the common grounds is like, these guys believe this conspiracy theory that like, <laughs> <laughs> Babe Ruth wasn't even that good at baseball. They were just like he was like a traveling circus act that like it was like the, the, the globe trotters versus the, yeah. I honestly I hope that someday people look back and they're like, look, Mark and Charlotte weren't actually the greatest podcasters of all time. <laughs> it was it was all a it was all a ruse. It, Fox Sports just jacked they were, their <laughs> They added a, they added laugh tracks to their jokes to make yeah. them seem funnier. <laughs> no, they didn't. They they were their own laugh tracks. That was already there. Um anyway, so that's a fun rabbit hole to go down. The, oh, I I am I am on this all night. This is yeah. going to be my he he might have murdered his wife. That seems like that should be Is that in his Wikipedia page at least? I don't know, but you do this research right, ahead, and then we'll ahead, circle back because there are two emails. There's the Chu brothers wrote in. There's Omar Chu and um, Jamal Chu. And Jamal has emailed us before, but these are, <laughs> this made me, this made me laugh out loud. Um, it's a long email. So I'm going to, basically he says that they, his family has a crazy obsession with drafts. Um, and, Below are some of the more interesting drafts that we did. First up are typical fantasy sports drafts with twists to them. We did a fantasy football auction draft of only quarterbacks. <laughs> Roster size was capped at amount of QBs that you drafted. With this rule, some teams went for the strategy of spending their auction money on a couple top-tier quarterbacks and having no roster flexibility, while others spread their money around buying up a ton of rookies and backups to give them roster flexibility. This draft is one of the least ridiculous draft ideas we did and one I'd actually recommend people sports podcast listeners try out. What so say that again. Sorry, I was I was reading Babe Ruth's wife dying in a in a fire. Oh my um, god, Mark. Bas- they did a fantasy I, I I heard most of it. What what is the draft? It's <laughs> Charlie, you can't just you can't just say Babe Ruth murdered his wife and, 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 and set his house on fire to murder his wife. All right, moving on. So let's talk fantasy I'm, football. I'm like laughing. I'm not gonna, I'm, really, laughing I'm not gonna look that up. This is what it's like hanging out in real life. Like that was yeah. the closest to like a real life. Like not to like when we were at the beach. I think I was like saying something, and then you were like, "What?" Sorry, I was looking Sorry, at my phone, I and was... I was like, "Ugh, Martin." I repeat it, but then you just did that on a podcast, dude. You said Babe Ruth <laughs> murdered his wife. Allegedly. Okay. Well, That's whatever. That's something fun for you. Um, you love this no, stuff. You can. I was go piecing look into it together. It. I I was trying to listen while reading at the same time. I uh I heard a lot of it. But what is the fan? What is the he drafts just quarterbacks? Yeah, you can only draft quarterbacks, which I thought was kind of funny. But so you, anyway, you play you play the quarter. Okay, I'll shut up. It does. I'm it doesn't really. It, it was a great draft. They also did a Mother's Day draft. Uh, this draft happens on Mother's Day when we were bored in the car driving to our grandparents' house. Did we define any rules or scoring system to determine a winner? No. Did the draft end up un? completed after my brother drafted a friend's mom while our own mom was still on the board yeah oh my god so let's hear from let's hear from omar the brother whose email the subject line is draft brothers from omar chu dear charlotte and moses (laughs) my brother (laughs) my brother jamal told me that he was emailing you about our draft bracket all these years of drafts paid off for somebody in our family our brother danny is now doing mock drafts for a living working on the expansion draft for the seattle kraken very cool Mm. on a tangent the draft bracket inspired another big family event. A friend of ours was graduating from high school and complaining that she didn't know what prom dress she wanted because there were too many choices. We told her that we had the perfect solution. This is this is what this is my favorite thing we've ever been emailed, maybe. We invited her most trusted friends and family to a dress bracket. She sent us oh. links to 32 dresses and we prepared a slideshow attached to show the matchups and mounted a giant paper bracket on the wall. Because the names of dresses on the website were all so long and similar, we renamed them with names like V-neck, T-back, understated, underrated, and sneaky beads. My mother cried tears of joy when Princess Grace made the final four. If any oh listeners have an upcoming grad wedding or special event coming up and don't know what to wear, I highly recommend giving the dress bracket a try. It doesn't necessarily get the best results, but it is certainly the most fun process. Oh my God. That's... That's amazing. 
So these guys just bracket everything. Yeah. This is, this is every, that the is, two uh, family lives for brackets. The two family lives to brackets. And drafts. I don't really, <laughs> I like, it's all blending together now. I'm like, what even is a bracket? I don't know. I can Imagine you. like ordering pizza with those guys though, where you're like, it's just, it's just like <laughs> the three of you watching the game and you're like, hey, you guys want to get pizza? And they're like, ooh, yes, bracket. And you're like, I just thought we could just like call and get like, I don't know, a sausage or pepperoni or something. No, they're like, like no, 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 he brought up the Mother's Day bracket, drafting mothers, um, mm-hmm. and it got my brain turning somehow, and mm-hmm. it, it kind of has nothing to do with mothers or whatever, but I was thinking <laughs> Shailene Woodley. I was thinking, uh, uh, we know that Giselle has tweeted about um, uh, Tom Brady can't throw and catch the ball at the same time, right. and she's she's like made her voice known. Um Patrick Mahomes' wife. They're married now? Fiance. Uh, Fian- I don't know. They're engaged. Whatever. They have a she's, baby. She's become... Like- She's become notable. People mm-hmm. know her. Um, is there a league, Charlotte? I feel like there's, if there's anyone who could put together a league, it would be you, where you oh, draft no. like the wives of the quarterbacks, significant others of the quarterbacks. significant others of quarterbacks, and figure out a way to like score it of like who is the most vocal <laughs> throughout the year. Oh, I love that. I would be called a misogynist for that. Apparently, yeah, I would you be, probably would be. But you know, yeah. what? at this point, I'm like, guys, I'm really trying my best, and if you assume that I am tweeting a joke meaning to be a misogynist then i apologize because you're wrong anyway yeah we'll work on that mark i like that there's a there's a draft there's a, there's like a draft there for sure yeah there's a draft there for sure who's first like, off I, the I board i'm taking oh <laughs> this is this is oh man this is really tough if you expanded it to just like notable skill players too yeah. That could get really fun. <laughs> I don't know. Because I know all of their significant others, because this is what I care about. Like, I know that Gerard Mayo's wife is incredible on Instagram. He retired, but she's and still on Instagram. If you get trendy, if 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 the the wife, or girlfriend, or fiance can get trendy, like, like Russell Wilson's married to a celebrity. Forgot about him. Yeah, um, Sierra. Uh, if if the wife or girlfriend or whatever can get trending on Twitter because she is complaining on behalf of the quarterback to the coach or whatever, like that is like you win points. the league. <laughs> you win the league. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I love this. Oh my god, I'm obsessed with this. Okay, Mark, we're revisiting anyway. that in the fall. <laughs> That's uh, the true the true brothers. The true brother. Yeah. I just gave him an idea. True brothers, please yeah. collaborate. Collaborate with it. us. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, love that. Okay, the last email I'm reading today is from Dylan Reed, and the subject line is James Madison. Hey, Charlotte. <laughs> I love this episode. I love doing this episode so much. Hey, Charlotte. Should we just make the whole show we read emails and it's like a human centipede of itself because oh, we never introduce yeah. new topics. So it's just... And then the emails are coming in about the last show of the emails of the we email, read. Yeah. We, just never, we just call the show emails. <laughs> yeah. He, email centipede. Okay. Hey, Charlotte. College basketball is my favorite sport to follow, so I've been a fan of Titus since the Grant Land and Teed Up days. The People Sports Podcast has been fun to listen to how Titus's opinions and personality transfers into other areas. That's a nice thing to say. Oh, wow. It's just, I feel like, again, we should stop the email right now. Yeah. It's going somewhere. No, <laughs> this stays nice the whole time, believe okay. it or not. Um, so when Mark picked James Madison drafting the Constitution, I had a full-on stepbrothers, did we just become best friends moment? <laughs> I'm a history buff and frequently make my friends listen to rants about how Madison is underappreciated as a founding father. Mm. Thank you to Mark for giving more recognition to a true statesman on his big board (laughs) than our country does since he's zero monuments in D.C., just one of the three buildings in the Library of Congress named after him, Dylan. James Madison, I mean, as as I'm hearing him say it, uh, I realize that he is... The guy who who wrote the Constitution, yeah. I realize he does have the university, uh, JMU. Yeah. Um, and then he's not he's, underappreciated. He's on the ten dollar bill, right? No, that's Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. What is James Madison? On? I don't know. I didn't even know that James Madison was a president. I'm going to be honest. He 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 appears on the five thousand dollar bill. I got that wrong. Okay, so he's doing <laughs> fine. I don't think James Madison is underappreciated. I also feel like weren't all like. <laughs> He's underappreciated. I know what he means. That if you ask people founding fathers, uh, Thomas Jefferson's getting mentioned, George Washington's getting mentioned, Ben Franklin's getting mentioned, who wasn't even a president, and James Madison is he getting mentioned? 
He wrote the Constitution. That's what that's what we we based the whole deal off of. Is, Didn't is somebody what he else wrote. help him? I don't. You think he had a ghostwriter? Well, I mean, Alexander Hamilton wrote Do you think fifty-three Babe of Ruth's... the Federalist Papers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think uh, Babe Ruth's wife helped him write it, and then that's <laughs> Babe Ruth was somehow there's some sort of Helen Madison? Is that you? There was some yeah. sort of conspiracy to. She was talking too much. She was like, I wrote the, and they were like, no, 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 get rid of They're like, no, you're a girl. Get out. (laughs) So Um, I went down a bit of a James Radisson rabbit hole and all I found, he had um, depression and hypochondria. And I was like, James, (laughs) my dude. (laughs) Um, Did you see, did you see the picture uh, someone made on Reddit the other day? I saw it yesterday. Uh, I was was making the rounds on Twitter. If mm -hmm. someone made, a a lifelike modern idea of what George Washington would look like if he was a politician today. No, did you I see need to this? see it. All right, I gotta try to pull it up. Maybe I can show you. Oh, um, I, I, okay. He looks like Tywin Lannister a little bit, and it was it was absolutely freaky. And the whole reason I bring, I'll I'll send it to you off air. Yeah. Um, but uh, the whole reason I bring it up is because as as we we're talking about James Madison, I just googled him, and uh, I was like, I wonder what James Mad. I I realized I don't know what James Madison looked like. So I Googled him, and uh, yeah, he looks like every other guy that lived back then. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> they all look is the same. Big white I, powder wig. <laughs> right. When I Googled Helen Ruth and I found a picture of her, I was like, what did people look like before there were movies of them? Because, like, yeah. did everybody look old all the time or, like, look old-timey? Or, like, could our faces have existed then and you just can't tell because the hairstyles and clothes were so different? Yeah. Like, can people great... change? Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Great question. Um, I I think uh, everyone, I think everyone was just. Did they just look old? Because they were think, not like, healthy. Yeah, they didn't have skincare routines. I don't think James Madison was doing a face mask every Sunday night. As I have was... a new skincare routine because <laughs> I want to feel like oatmeal too. <laughs> I don't think I put so, myself yeah. in the microwave for for fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh uh I, I speaking of speaking of me being stupid medically um with the reflex <laughs> yeah. thing I, I I said this not too long ago and a friend called me out on it how stupid it was because I remember saying like you know how how stupid is it that we have to like floss our teeth and brush our teeth and like <laughs> wear deodorant and I was like isn't that kind of dumb that like we've evolved as human beings. I think about this shit all the time. I'm like, how are we still like gross? How are human beings and like how are we still designed to broken? Wouldn't evolution at some point in time like got rid of the odor under your arms? Like, shouldn't like that not exist anymore? I know. And um and and then I I was I was going on. I I was feeling the vibe, and I was like, I'll keep going, you know. And I was like, (laughs) brushing your teeth, like why? Like the toothbrush. Human beings live thousands of years without brushing their teeth, and now suddenly, like if I don't brush my teeth, and they're like, yeah, uh, I think like humans died when they were like nine back then. I have a feeling I know who you were talking to about this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I just Mark, you have. To, like the reason they didn't have nice teeth was because they didn't brush them yeah i know and it, it, it all so started coming learned. together and, we have and i realized yeah that's what i realized like you died when you were 31 back then and helen died so, when she was 31 coincidentally did, did she really <laughs> she was 31 when she died she's also buried near where i used to live in cambridge massachusetts <laughs> maybe oh we should take God. a we should go to a red sox game and take a field trip to helen ruth's to grave helen, that that's is so dark right, that's that's pretty dark Whoa. that's pretty bad <laughs> i heard myself say that? it yeah, as i said I it like, and i was like Ooh. <laughs> we're like we're like dabbing on her grave and we're like what's up people sports podcast <laughs> like, content Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it's like a slightly less jake paul moment <laughs> it's like yeah, we're not here for that oh my god okay, well, um, what did what did we learn on this show today i don't really i mean babe ruth obviously that's we learned a, big a lot um, are you kidding me we learned about james madison we learned nothing mm. about james madison we learned that babe ruth might have killed his wife we learned that let me just scroll up here on the emails we learned about drafting dresses for big events mm-hmm. we learned about um oh someone this is one that I that I missed. Uh, just as Patriots fan wellness check from Joseph Waters. Dear Charlotte, the Patriots just picked Mac Jones, and I just need to know that you're okay, Joe. <laughs> Producer Kat texted me, and she was like, we got this email. Um, what do you want me to tell him? And I said, just tell, tell Joe I'm okay. And so she emailed him back and said, Charlotte's okay. 
<laughs> so anyway uh I'm looking up James Madison, trying to learn more about him very quickly. A crash also, course, while like, you're doing that, bullet points. While you're doing that, yeah, one more, an email, Mac Jones from Rachel Kerchevsky, our pal Rachel. Charlotte, did you see the tweet of Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence with their hair swapped? Here it is, just in case. Uh, my question is, is long hair uh, Mac that. Jones a prettier girl than will ever be? Rachel, first of all, <laughs> no. Uh, P.S. If I had to Google his name at the end of this to make sure I had it all right because it sounded weird in my head. Your internet friend, Rachel. <laughs> I'm, I'm clicking this tweet now. What did you learn about James Madison? In the, uh, it, it, the last paragraph of his intro. Or oh, the wow. Last word Sorry, I take it back, Rachel. Okay, Mac Jones is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Mac I know, Jones I know is the a really pretty about. girl. Yeah. Okay. Trevor so. Lawrence looks better, I think, too, by the way. He's that, yoked. Look at his neck. Yeah. Yeah. You he's got the you big Adam's apple. You can't tell that the, when he has yeah. long hair. Wow. Mac Jones. Uh, it says James Madison is considered one of the most important founding fathers of the United States, and historians have historians have generally ranked him as an above average president. So that's quite a legacy. It's really all you can ask for. There. I uh, I I thought James Madison was Alexander Hamilton. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never seen uh, Hamilton. I I will never see Hamilton. That just is like that that whole fad like came and went, and I was like, eh, whatever. I'll get on the next one. And. Um, yeah. And I really thought, like, gun to my head, I thought James Madison was on the $10 bill. And then I said it out loud. And I was like, no, that sounds like Senator Hamilton. Those are I have people. no. Ask me who's on the $1 bill. <laughs> no. Come George on. Washington? Yeah. All right. Five, five. five Lincoln? is Lincoln. The 10 is Hamilton. The 20 is Andrew Jackson. Problematic. We got to change that. Yeah. Yep. Motion to guy. replace and, him with Harriet Tubman, right? Yeah, and he was just a bad president, I believe. Yeah, I and he was, he was bad, 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 bad. You know bad. how I know he was a bad president, Charlotte? Because the public schools in Indiana and, and suburban slash rural Indiana that I grew up in yeah. were, were teaching me that Andrew Jackson was a bad wow, president. Wow, that's, so. that's saying something. <laughs> Holy crap. In the 90s. I learned this. Yeah, in the 90s at public school wow. in Indiana, they were saying wow. Andrew Jackson, not a great president. Um, What else is there? The 50? That's, uh, that's Grant, right? Ulysses mm, S. Grant? This is where I don't know. <laughs> I think that's Grant. I think the hundred is Ben Franklin. We know that. Thanks I to think rap we songs. should put only astronauts on the money. That is a great idea. That's the best thing you've ever said on the show. In <laughs> fact, I think we should end the show on that thought because that okay. is a way to go out. We should well, only just, put astronauts on the money. Only, and you should if put, you can only be on the money if you've been to space. Whoa. But then. And, but, but not Elon Musk. Yeah, but not Elon Musk. When but he then, eventually goes. But then uh, the uprising is going to happen of people arguing that none of these guys have been to space and all that was a conspiracy and they just shot it on a, a Hollywood <laughs> Well, then maybe that'll give the QAnon people some other the conspiracy QAnon, to right. dig into because I feel like the Q one's pretty much debunked now. So anyway, uh, on that note, put astronauts on the money and uh, put the people in the podcast. <laughs> what? <gasps> that's our new tagline that's how i'm going to sign off every show oh my God. put the astronauts on the money and the people on the podcast